This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. Hey there, so welcome to today's episode. We are joined today by Danny Clark, who is an absolute legend in helping people really work an evergreen system for their business. So we're going to be talking today about what you need to do to set your business up to scale evergreen. So hey, Danny, and welcome to the show. Hey, Anna, thanks for having us. I know that you believe there are some things, fundamental things people are getting wrong with evergreen. So talk us through what you see that is failing miserably for people when they try this for themselves. Yeah, I wouldn't say this that people are getting wrong with evergreen as such. I, th- I think it's stuff that people are perhaps getting wrong with their business, just some fundamental, simple errors, omissions that isn't really through any fault of, of anybody's. It's just the way that we've been taught, especially since around 2016, 2017, when there's a real big push onto the online space where more people started following the, the funnel model, which then led into the launch model. Not that I've got anything against launching. I, I think they're great. But it just means a lot of people have got stuck into this idea and process of, of how everything needs to be done, where actually there is some fundamental differences and changes in the way that you can build your business. Because if we go pre-2017, you know, a business didn't launch, a business was just open for business. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes with Evergreen, we try to overcomplicate and convolute what it actually is. It's just a business that's open for business. The challenge with that is when you're open all the time is actually scaling because it requires a lot of structure and systems. You know, it's it's like having a very small grocery store and trying to turn it into a big, huge, uh, multi-chain empire across the world. How do you scale that when it's a person of one kind of doing all the things? Mm. It's system, structure, it's organization. So that's what allows the, the evergreen to happen. I think a lot of people are treating the evergreen at the moment of, I'm just going to run a seven-day funnel. I'm going to put it out on my email list once a week when I send an email out. Yeah, that's kind of ish evergreen, but it isn't maximizing what is possible for people. So I'd love to help people see the massive potential of structuring their business the right way with some pretty simple evergreen ideas, actually. So what doesn't work then? What aren't people getting right when they're moving from a launch process in their business, which as you Mm -hmm. said, there's a lot of that in the online space. When people are at the stage where they want to move to evergreen, Mm-hmm. Where are they letting themselves down? What what potential aren't they seeing? Yeah, and again, it's just to stress, it, it's not that it's not working. You know, I, I I do not want people to misconstrue this. I'm saying you cannot use launches, you should not use five day mm-hmm. challenges, right? Because because it all can work. A lot of this data and information came to us because with this a study. Uh, this was in early 2021. Um, there was 10,317 business owners that that took part. We 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 did this ourselves. We hosted it ourselves. We asked the questions direct to, to this audience. And two things that came back that were really significant to us, the first of which was 98% of the people asked, and they're all online business owners. So coaches, course creators, Mm -hmm. agencies, that type of stuff. And 98% of them did not have a follow-up sequence that lasted for more than seven days. So that means a retargeting campaign through paid traffic. It means an automated email sequence that drops after a lead magnet. It means just picking up the phone and speaking to somebody for seven days or just manually dropping them a message via Facebook Messenger. 98% did not do it for longer than seven days, which means many of those actually don't even get to seven days. So that's the problem, first of all. 
The second thing, though, that was really fascinating, if we ignore tripwires and, and low-cost offers, stuff that's like for self-liquidating your, your, your adverts, proper stuff, mid to high-ticket items, mm-hmm. how long does it take on average from someone coming into your world, your ecosystem, stepping through the front door, how long does it take the average sale to happen? And the answer was 43 days. Mm-hmm. Now, we had to corroborate that. We need to make sure it, it, it worked because we had over 10,000 people. The average was that. So we tested it against our data. We got it to 42 days based on our clients. And, you know, that's 130,000 people, 5,000 personal clients over a six-year period. Like, it's a pretty decent sample size that we could do for our own business. We then tried it against our clients. And again, that is 42 days. So 42, 43 days is six weeks that came up. We looked outside of that. We looked at other studies. Google, for example, the data shows there's 27 exposures before somebody makes a purchase on average online. But if you just take the weekends out over 42 days, you're pretty much at 27 exposures once a day. So it really starts to just cement itself that this is legitimate data that a lot of people can apply to their business. The thing, though, that then becomes what at first we saw as a problem, then we realized it was an opportunity for people, was that. 98% 98% are only marketing up to seven days, but it's taking 43 days for someone to buy on average, which means there's a gap of 36 days mm. where the majority of their clients, the average, because the average just isn't a person in the middle. The average is the core bulk of clients, not the ideal client, an outlier, that one, two, three percent, the core bulk of mm. their clients are not being marketed to for the length of period of time that they need. This then throws up all sorts of, you know, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. Well, the, the thing is, but so many people, I've never come across a business owner that does not say that we care about our clients, we want to look after them, we want to offer great customer service. And when someone becomes a client, I know that's true because people care. But actually, majority of businesses from this data we can see are out of complete congruency with their marketing to the way that actually they believe and perceive themselves to be conducting the way that they look after their clients. Mm. Because they're using FOMO, short promotions, they're doing... Scarcity. Exactly. I mean, even if you do, uh, not the bro marketing stuff, Mm -hmm. right? People are kind of like more against these days. You, You don't use the deadlines. You don't use the value stack. You don't use the bonuses. Again, those things can work. And if it's right for you, it's right for you. But even if you try to do it like in air quotes, ethically, right, which people are jumping on to wanting. Everyone loves those words at the moment, ethical, (laughs) authenticity, integrity. They are the words that have been done to death that they mean nothing. But yes, we'll we'll let you have the air quotes. Let's just say, right, you're doing all the, the right things as such then. Still, you get to seven days, 10 days. You're not actually giving that person, your customer, their best possible journey experience because they're dropping off an automation which is designed to onboard them. And then all that's happening is they're either dropping into your social media, which is a risk because you can't ensure that they are staying within that ecosystem, or it's a weekly email at best. Well, a weekly email, it's not to say that the content's not great, but it's like giving someone a page of a book, but not in the right order because an email is five minutes to write, three minutes to read. And so there is no clear, simple path to follow. And everybody knows about success paths and roadmaps and success journeys that you give a client. But what if you took that process and gave it to every single lead that came into your world? What difference would that make, not only to their experience, which is better, better for them, but also how much better is that for you? Because actually you can guide people over a much greater period of time at a much larger capacity of scale 
where you can generate far higher conversions as well. So it just becomes this win-win-win scenario. Mm. And what I really love about it is I just know that the majority of people won't ever do it. Because yeah, truth is, something like this is hard work. Yeah. Now, I quite like that, actually, because if I just do a funnel with a seven-day email sequence, I know that anyone could funnel hack me. In fact, I've, I've had it. I'm sure you've probably had it, Anna, over the years yeah. where people have copied you. Yeah. When you start building a serious business and you really start building an asset that you can use for the next 10, 15 years to develop and grow your business, something that is longer, something that is designed ideally for your customer, you all of a sudden build a business which is very secure and safe from people trying to rip it off and copy it. Because, because people no won't has. do that depth, that depth exactly. of content. Exactly that. So it, it makes a real difference to people from the data that we've got from our clients. And this is not with any different lead sources, because that's one of the things we stress with people, because whenever we build this out for our clients, especially on the done for you side, like it becomes, you know what it's like, you start putting energy and effort into something, you start all of a sudden, well, I'm going to chuck some money at it for Facebook ads and it can muddy the water. We say to people, don't change anything, lead generation, just mm-hmm. do what was and then what is, like the difference between the two. And when we do that, on average, across all the companies that we've helped so far, and that's ranged from kind of like almost six-figure companies, which tends to be the lower, especially when we do like mm-hmm. the portfolio mm-hmm. competency side, because, you know, it's, it's a decent investment to work with us, up to multi-eight, multi-nine even companies, the revenue difference is 16 times. Like wow, that's incredible. It's insane. Mm. And there's so many really interesting things that happen. Like one of the things that we never, ever expected. So this happens three weeks in after 21 days. Marketing 101 says you have a tripwire. The reason for the tripwire is to self-liquidate the campaign, but also you have a tripwire because it opens the wallet, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody buys something at a low price, they're more likely to buy something at a higher price. And we've always done that. And we've always believed that to be true until we built our campaign that extended beyond 21 days. And actually what we found, uh, based on this particular funnel that we built at the time, it was about 20% conversion on a tripwire. So 80% haven't. So there's a lot more that haven't than did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After 21 days, the percentage of people that bought was higher for those who had not bought the tripwire than had bought the tripwire. Interesting. Amazing, right? Mm. And the reason for that is because, so we asked people, you know, you didn't buy the tripwire. You know, why are you buying this? People told us again and again and again, they was ready to wait for the right offer. And a lot of people then feeding back also, we we don't want to buy the seven quid thing. We know why you're we doing want the thing. valuable thing. Exactly, because the marketplace is maturing. Everybody's getting smarter. You know, mm. we've all been through probably 20, 30, 40, 50 funnels, you know, over the years. Whether you're in business and marketing or not, you know, even if you're just a consumer, it's a much smarter audience. So again, we tested it out through our companies, through our clients. Not every client was the same, but the majority, a heavy majority, 21 days was the day. Every time we got 21 days, the percentages, they shifted with the offers. It was really amazing that we found. Mm, so that 21 days or the 42 days, 43 mm-hmm. days. Yeah. For you, is that something then that if you were doing this as part of an, an email funnel, mm-hmm. would you be messaging them every day? Or would there be days where you're quiet and then you come in with something a much more of a corking email? What's your yeah. take on that? That's a really good question. So we tend to be led by the client with that. You know, there's no right or wrong. I think fundamentally the advice would be an email a day will always outperform. But that doesn't always mean that it's the best thing for people. Mm. When we're working with clients, because it's something which is at such a large scale, as crazy as it sounds, it's not about the thing which produces the best level of conversion because it's got its 
it's so big. It's an extension of you. It's like mm. your DNA is just within this marketing system. So it's not about the best conversion. It's about the thing that you love the most, because this is going to be something that you're going to talk about, be proud of, understand, care mm. for, nurture. You know, it's, it's, it's almost like building your own house, right? Just because the, the best uh, fireplace might be whatever rated fireplace doesn't mean it's the one that you absolutely love because you want to have a log burning fireplace it might not be the most efficient it might not mm. be the best mm. you know so a little bit it's got to be what what the heart desires with this stuff because that actually i think has a far greater roi than just the best mm. conversion certainly longer term anyway mm. so if you used to do it daily we've got clients that do that and it can work my personal preference is probably tends to be daily and then we'll have a phase where it might be five, six days where it's daily. And then we'll have a two, three day break mm. because, I, you know, I'm a big believer in absence makes the heart grow fonder. But it's really easy to do that. You know, it's literally just pausing or yeah. it's just putting a, you know, a, a small window of weight during the next sequence. And um, it's kind of nice, you know, just maybe it's the weekends you're kind of acknowledging that that type of stuff tends to be led by the content which you're providing to the customer. Mm. So if you've just given somebody something and they've got to really go and think about, consider, decide, do a deep dive, uh, think about something you've shared with them. Mm. But if you're then peppering them the next few days with more and more and more information, they're going to go into overwhelm. So Exactly. So sometimes you've got to give the breathing space so people can have the time to consider and decide and think, you know, on on what you're doing. And then sometimes they need a bit more information. You know, there's periods where we have two or three emails that kind of like, you know, one, two, three within the same day, because it's the right thing for where the majority of people Mm. will be at that particular time. Mm. So, you know, there's not an exact science to it. It's just one of those things which over time, over years, you test, you tweak, you adapt. You leave the ego at the door. It's not what you think it's best. It's what performs best. And away you go. Mm-hmm. I think um, I'm thinking through funnels we have and I can see where we drop off and mm-hmm. where that is actually a problem. And sometimes I think when people are creating their funnels, they want them done. So they just want them done. They want it to be working. Yeah. And so they're almost doing the minimum to yeah. feel like they have sold to somebody. Mm-hmm. Whereas what I'm hearing from you is that this is a much longer, deeper relationship building activity. So that makes me curious about how much selling do you do early on in your sequence? Or are you waiting? Are you postponing the big ask till much later? Yeah. So the, the marketing model that we've we've now created, which is our, our, our framework, we call it a 90-day launch. The reason that we run it for 90 days is because the data shows after 90 days, it just it falls off a cliff. The potential for someone to buy is very, very small. Mm-hmm. Now I always have a, a sense of caution saying that because so many people for years have heard the stories of the plucky marketer who sent an email every week for 17 years and then eventually, you know, they got that million dollar contract and then it was all worth it. So I think stuff like that, those, those tales can actually sometimes cause more problems because it wasn't the fact that someone sent an email every single week for 17 years that they got the business. It's the fact that they was making enough money in the meanwhile to be able to, <laughs> yeah, to keep them going. You'll be in a position to be able to do that. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's not always about the follow-up, follow-up, follow-up. In actual fact, you've got to know that there's enough juice for the squeeze that you're going to give something. Mm. After 90 days, it's almost negligible, you know, that the, the energy is worth putting into it in terms of being able to generate a client. Very often what happens at that point after 90 days, they've made a decision to buy, it just wasn't the right time. 
that person comes back to you anyway. And they'll be a part of your social ecosystem at that point, or they'll be in a low level membership. They'll, they'll be a part of a community somewhere. So over 90 days, if we were to really simplify it, the first 30 days is, is welcome. The second 30 days is conversion. The final 30 days is what we refer to as the scale. So for the first 30 days, we have some people that don't offer anything. We have some people that offer something on day one. So again, there's, there's no exact way that it has to be. But typically, if you were to consider that somebody has just downloaded an, an ebook or a lead mm-hmm. magnet, and it's an ideal client that wants to buy something, which is that one, two, three percent of, of sales, that person seeks out the offer. You know, so if you just drop a little PS in there, if you give someone an opportunity to book a call, those who are desperate for it, who are we'll keen to purchase, mm-hmm. they find it anyway. What we're not focused on is the ideal client because those people buy. What we're focused on is everything else. Is that over 99, 98%, 97% of people they get neglected. Mm-hmm. And so they don't want the pressure of a sale. So typically, uh, an average funnel would look like this. The first seven to 10 days, it's welcome, it's onboarding, it's guidance. There might be a mini offer at some point, but it's very, very low pressure, very, very soft in terms mm-hmm. of sales. The second part of it will be value. So people add in like a, a video training series or a four-part blog series over the course of a few days. When someone's in the email, they click on the thumbnail to watch the video. It takes them through to a landing page on their website. There's a great value-based information, like bite-sized, eight, 10 minutes long, something like that. On that landing page, there might be an offer for a product, like a Mm -hmm. hyper-specific offer. So again, great level of sales you can get from that because you are specifically putting the right product in front of the right person Mm -hmm. at the right time Mm because they had to be to get there. So you could potentially have a, a series of offers most people, though, they don't have a full value ladder stack. They just mm-hmm. have one or two things. For a lot of people, it's just a case of securing more phone calls. I don't think there's many businesses on the planet that wouldn't be in a better position by just speaking to more people. Absolutely. And more people isn't social media engagement. That's nice. It's a benefit. It isn't an inbox messenger conversation. It's on the phone, on Zoom. It's this stuff, like what we're doing. Proper relationship building. It, exactly. tra- it transforms everything. Exactly. And you know, mm. For most businesses, if you just have five to eight of these a week, most people's businesses will be completely transformed because most people aren't even having five a month. Um, they're still getting sales through an email or this. That's a big game changer for a lot of people. So, you know, we just tend to have a lot of people put together some type of consultation, discovery call, whatever you want to call it, landing page, sales page. Uh, It's a free call. You're selling the benefits of a free call. Some people charge for it at a low cost. It can work. We're just adding value. And it's just talking to that person where they're at. This is what you need next. Mm. And that, that to me, is, is what sales and marketing should always be. It should be about positioning your offer is the obvious next step to somebody. It shouldn't be about force or persuasion. If you happen to do that, then tells me you've not done your job right in the first place by either not knowing the person that you're working with or by not providing all the information that they need Mm. to make an informed decision. And that force of sale, can it work? Yes, it can. But that's when you get a lot of people that have buyer's remorse. That's when you get people that don't become raving fans of you. That's when you get people that don't want to buy your next product and program from you. And so there are short-term wins from force. But if you've got any ounce of wanting to have longevity in the game, Mm. playing that longer-term game, you've got to think about how everything is not just for the moment, but it's for the next opportunity, the next person, the next purchase, the next person they speak to. Uh, When they see a post from you in three months' time and they drop a comment saying, you know what, that guy, that girl, that person, they're awesome because Mm. that all starts. And 
sometimes it can start to get scary big, right? Because we're talking about big businesses at this stage, but everything starts with something small, you know? So it's, it's adding that extra bit of care. It's, it's that little bit of extra understanding. It's managing it so there's enough short-term wins that can help you to get there eventually. But I can't see any other way for a business to be successful long-term. You know, it, it, what's it, making me think as, as you're talking, Danny, is the amount of missed opportunity. So we know, let's say, for example, from everyone who signs into your opt-in, you're looking at, let's say, 3% conversion. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a bit higher, maybe it's a bit less. So that's 97% in that uh, circumstance that you're not looking after or providing mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. And yet, I know sometimes I'm interested in someone's freebie. But right now in my business, that isn't the time I would purchase the offer because I've got other things that I've just purchased or that we're focused on. And actually, there's a really strong point to be made here. The longer and more experienced you become as a business owner, you don't want to pay for the things at the bottom. You're waiting for someone to come out with a really high, strong quality offer for the level and depth of support that you want as a as a. I was going to say the word sophisticated, but uh, as an established, experienced business owner. So we're leaving so much money and goodwill and relationship on potential and possibility on the table. And that really fascinates me. I know that a member of my team has been really involved in following your work a lot recently and absolutely sings your praises. And I know that you have a really strong freebie or training that you have. So would you be willing to share that with our audience today, Danny? Yeah, sure. So um, we basically break down. um, It's a a little PDF that we put together. It's an entry point. So there's nothing that's going to be too big, too complicated. It's an entry point. You can find that at easypeasybusiness.com forward slash start, S-T-A-R-T, start. After that, it then drops you into our launch loop, which, um, you know, we've not gone into full detail about that. But essentially, the the launch loop is slightly different to what a sales funnel is, because a sales funnel always has a final destination. Whereas with a launch loop, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see me bringing my hands around into a circle. A launch loop, the simple idea is one sale becomes two leads. And so it becomes a self-fulfilling funnel, which then allows you to have this um, infinite scalability. And so over the course of the 90 days that follows, you then go through our process. So we're, we're kind of talking you through what we're doing whilst also uh, trying to... Uh, doing it to you. <laughs> trying to be funny and yeah, whatever. And just and just offering to you, look, here's a little something that could work for you here. Here's mm. a template, here's an idea, here's a course, here's a, you know, whatever. So Yeah, fabulous. I think that, uh, well, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that people listening are going to be thinking, okay, I, there's something I'm missing in my business here. And, you know, we're here, we talk about visibility, getting seen, getting known. And in, in business, let's not forget that, that it is about developing relationship and rapport. And that can happen in a much more sophisticated way than always just going for the sale. And in fact, I think we see this in our social media audiences. There are many people I know who follow me who never worked with me, never, never bought anything from me. And yet they're there, they're sitting there, they're very aware. And when the time is right for them, they will either recommend or refer me or they will purchase themselves. But that might be a very long relationship. And actually, that is where the strength of a business really lies. And I think, as you said, in the online space, we see so many people grow really, really quickly. But there's a problem with that. Because there's, we're reaching saturation point. It's an uncomfortable truth. People don't want to admit that we're at saturation. And people will say, well, you know, it's a personal brand. You can be unique. But when everyone is unique, then all of a sudden nobody is. And the elephant in the room is, is COVID. 
What COVID did is COVID accelerated the speed of which the development of the online space occurred. Yeah. And it also brought more players into the game that would never have been here. And also big businesses that had no desire to be here that all of a sudden came in and realized like this golden ticket that mm-hmm. we all figured out a few years ago. So because of that, it's disrupted the natural order of things. Because normally what happens is things get to an end of cycle and the next thing comes along. The next thing is AI and metaverse. We're not there yet because we've got to the end of our cycle sooner than we should have done because of the speed of acceleration that COVID caused. So we're kind of in this limbo land for the next two to three years where we're not quite where we need to be. And that's why people are looking around for what's the next thing? There isn't anything because we've got there sooner than we should have done. So that then means that what people need to be considering is rather than trying to do something new, it's how can they do something better? Mm. And it's taking that seven-day funnel, turn it into a 30-day funnel, turn it into a 60-day, a 90-day funnel. Why? Because it's better. We just need to look around the you know, the crisis that's happening, I suppose, even now with, with Ukraine and Russia mm. and the heating and the oil and the gas and the petrol. And di- People are going to need to make more money. One way to make more money is to be more effective with the leads that you already have in your business. The reason for that is, most people suck at generating leads. Most people can't afford to secure new leads. Mm. So it makes sense with the leads that you've got that you get even more from them. How do you do that? You market for longer. Because they're you valuable. For longer. They, they are valuable to you. Uh, this has been really fascinating. And I would invite all of you listening to go and check out Danny's 90-day launch loop. Get in there. See what he's doing. Get that thinking cap on. So, Danny, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom today. It's definitely got my brain cells ticking over and it's been great to have you here. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.